This is the Maimonides Minute on JewishCoffeeHouse.com. Now, here's Rabbi Scott Kahn. Welcome back to the Maimonides Minute. Today's shiur is sponsored in memory of Chava Baspesia. In anticipation of the upcoming holiday of Purim, we are re-releasing our series on Hilchot Purim, divided into five segments. We continue with Hilchot Megillah, Perek Sheni Halacha Yud Gimel. Shnei Haimim Ha'elu, these two days, Shehein Arba'asar V'chamisha'asar, the 14th and 15th of the month of Adar, Asurin B'Sefet V'tanit L'cho'odam B'komakom. It is forbidden for anybody to eulogize or to fast, no matter where they are. Regardless of whether they're in a walled city, which only celebrates the 15th, or whether they're in cities which celebrate the 14th alone, both days are equally forbidden. And both days, the 14th and 15th, have a prohibition on eulogizing and fasting, even in Adar Rishon, which we do not celebrate as Purim, just as we do in Adar Sheni in a leap year, when Purim is celebrated in that leap year in the second month. On Sheikh Farim, people who live in villages, Sheikh Dimu Vikaru B'Sheni O'B'Chamishi Hasamuch Purim, who read the Megillah on the Monday or Thursday before Purim, Mutarim B'Sefet V'Tanit B'Yom Kriyatan, they are allowed to eulogize and to fast on the day on which they read the Megillah. However, they're forbidden to eulogize or to fast on the 14th and the 15th, even though they didn't read the Megillah on those days. They read it earlier. Nonetheless, those two days remain prohibited for fasting and eulogizing. Halacha Yudalad. Mitzvat Yom Arba'asar Livnei Kfarim Vaya wrote, Yom Chamishasar Livnei Krachin. The mitzvah of the 14th for people living in non-walled cities and the 15th for those living in walled cities. The mitzvah is for it to be a day of joy and feasting and sending portions to friends and gifts to the poor. It is permitted to do work on these days. Nonetheless, it is not appropriate to do work on these days. In other words, while it's permitted, it's not really correct. Our sages said, Anyone who does work on Purim will not see from it a sign of blessing. People in small villages who read the Megillah on the Monday or Thursday preceding Purim, if they gave out money to poor people on the day they read, they have fulfilled their obligation. But the feasting and the joy, that may only be done on the 14th, even though they're not reading the Megillah on that day. And if they did it earlier on the day on which they read the Megillah, they have not fulfilled their obligation. And someone who has his Purim meal at night, even on the 14th or the 15th, has not fulfilled his obligation. The meal of Purim, which is part of the simcha, the joy of the day, and part of the mitzvot of the day, must be done during the daytime. Halacha Tedvav Ketad chovat sudazo What is the nature of the obligation of the meal we have on Purim? Shochal basar, he should eat meat. Vitaken sudana'a, kefi ashertim sayado, and prepare a nice meal according to what he can afford. Veshotayayin ashishtaker veiradeim b'shichrut. 
and he should drink wine until he becomes drunk, such that he slumbers in his drunkenness. Here the Rambam is referring to the Talmudic requirement that a person should become so drunk on Purim that he does not know the difference between cursed is Haman and blessed is Mordechai. The Rambam says that one fulfills this by falling asleep. And similarly, a person is obligated to send two portions of meat or types of cooked food or different types of food to his friend. Shenemar, as it says in the Pasuk in the Megillah, Purim is a day of sending portions, man to his friend. Man to his friend is in singular, therefore it's one person, and manot, portions, means two. Therefore, one must send two portions to one person in order to fulfill his obligation. And the more a person can send to his friends, the better it is, the more praiseworthy. And if a person does not have enough to send, he may fulfill his requirement by trading with his friend. One sends his meal to his friend, and the other one sends his meal to the first person. And in this way, even though they can't afford to give, they can still fulfill the obligation of sending portions, simply by trading their various meals. A person is obligated to distribute to poor people on Purim, not fewer than two poor people. He must give to each poor person one gift, either money or types of cooked food or other foods. As it says in the Pasuk, and gifts, plural, to the poor, in plural, which means two gifts to two poor people. In other words, one to each. We don't check whether the person asking for money actually is poor. Ella, instead, anyone who puts out his hand asking for charity on Purim, we give to him. And money designated to be given out to poor people on Purim may not be changed to be used for a different type of tzedakah. That means if a person designated certain money to be given for matanot levyonim, the specific money of giving out money to poor people on Purim, one may not use it to support other institutions instead. It must be used for the poor. Halacha Yud Zayin Mutav adam laharabot b'matanot evyonim milharabot b'sudato uvishiluach l'reyav it's better for a person to increase the presents he gives to the poor rather than increasing his meal or increasing the portions he sends to his friends on Purim. For there is no greater and more wondrous joy than to give happiness to the hearts of poor people, orphans, widows, and strangers. Because somebody who gives joy to the hearts of these unfortunate people is compared to the Divine Presence. Shene'emar, as it says in the Pasuk in Yeshayahu, l'chayot ruach shvalim, l'chayot lev nidkaim, to give life to the spirit of the lowly and to enliven the hearts of those who are down. Halacha yudchet. V'chol sifrei hanevi'im, v'chol aktuvin, atidin libatel limot hamashiach. All the books of the prophets and all of the holy writings in the future will be nullified in the days of Mashiach. 
chut migilat ester, excepting migilat ester. Harehi kayemet kachamishachum she Torah v'chahalachot shal Torah shvalpeh sheinan betelin leolam. The Megillah will continue to exist like the five books of the Torah and like the laws of the Oral Torah, which will never be canceled. And even though the memory of all of our troubles will be canceled and nullified, as it says in Yeshayahu, for the early troubles will be forgotten, the days of Purim will not be canceled. As it says in the Megillah, These days of Purim will not pass on from among the Jews, and their memory will not stop from their children. This concludes Hilchot Megillah. Subscribe to the Maimonides Minute podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Make sure to visit jewishcoffeehouse.com for lots of great podcast content. And if you enjoy these podcasts, we really would appreciate if you would partner with Jewish Coffee House by becoming a Patreon member. You can find the link at jewishcoffeehouse.com. Purim Sameach. That's all for now on the Maimonides Minute.